الحمد لله رب العالمين الحمد لله الذي نحمده ونستعينه ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله Allahumma salli alayhi wa sallim. All praise and thanks is due to Allah, all prestige, our credit, every blessing we have is due to Allah. We thank Him, we praise Him, and we also turn to Him when we need help. We turn to Him and we rely upon Him and we ask His forgiveness. We ask Allah to protect us from the evil that can be within us, that we become lazy, or that we forget things, or that we want to do something wrong, may Allah protect us from that evil and from the evil that may be around us. And may Allah guide us, because indeed, whoever Allah guides, nobody can take that person away from the right path. And whoever Allah does not guide, then there's no person who can guide. Nobody can guide that person. Allah sent peace and blessings upon our beloved Messenger Muhammad wasallam the final messenger to all of mankind who came as a guiding light, a beacon of light to guide people or to provide the final guidance for all of mankind until the day of judgment. Ameen. <clears throat> Let's say the teacher walks in and says, today's a pop quiz. And then the teacher gives the quiz on something that nobody has studied. It wasn't part of any class. And I'll take three examples of a student, what they do. Let's say, for the sake of, an, of the example, that the teacher gives a quiz on Surat Al-Fil to a class that never studied Surat Al-Fil. And the teacher says, write the meaning of Surat Al-Fil. So you have one student who thinks, well, I have no clue what the teacher is talking about. I, I know there is a surah called Surat Al-Fil. I know Fil means the elephant. I know that much. But I have no clue what it's talking about. And he sits and waits and I have no clue what it's talking about. Why did the teacher give us this quiz? I have no clue what it's talking about. And then time runs out and he has nothing on his paper. That's the first student. The second student, he's thinking to himself, feel means elephant, and I have no clue what this is talking about. But he reads the Qur'an, he reads the surah. Let's say the teacher allowed to look at the Qur'an. So that student says, oh, at least I'll look at the Qur'an. And he starts reading, the lines of the Qur'an. And he says, okay, let me write on the paper that, well, we, I never studied this surah. So he puts his name on the paper. Then he writes, I never studied this surah. I know feel is elephant. And then it's a three-line surah. It's a three-line surah that it must be very important because Allah talks about this in the Qur'an. It's a very short surah that I memorized, but I just don't know what the meaning is. And he writes a few things like this about what he's thinking about. 
And then you have a third student. He thinks Al-Fil means the elephant. And he starts doing the same thing as the one I just talked about. He starts writing. Then it uh, talks about this. And I looked at the surah. It's three lines long. And, it's, and as he's writing, he's like, wait. Elephants? I think. And he starts writing. An army came with elephants to attack. And then Allah defended. And that's all he writes. Now, in this example I gave you, all three students could have actually thought about it. Because they must have heard the story before. So how, do you, how would you grade those three students? The one who didn't put any effort cannot get points. The ones who opened the Qur'an and tried to make an effort to see what they can figure out, they didn't study, they don't know, but they can see what they can figure out. Those deserve credit for trying. They deserve credit for trying. How is Allah going to grade Ramadan? How is Allah going to grade you on how you do in Ramadan? That's the reason I was bringing this example of a pop quiz on something that they didn't study. Allah is not going to grade you on the amount that you do. Let's say that, and not let's say, all of us should have a plan to pray Fajr at the Masjid, to pray Isha at the Masjid, to read a certain amount of Qur'an every day, to review a certain amount of Qur'an every day, or parts, or other things. Everyone, every one of us should have at least a bit of a plan. Now, if we fall short on that plan, is that what Allah is going to grade us on? That we fell short? We couldn't fulfill the plan that we had? Is Allah going to grade us, give us a bad grade because we didn't finish what we had planned to finish? No way. Allah is only going to grade us on the effort we put. Ramadan is about exerting yourself, trying your best. Some days are going to be better than others. Some days you're going to have more energy. And some days you're going to be more distracted. Some days you're going to, be, you're going to want to read the Qur'an. Other days you're going to be too busy doing something else. And you're not going to want to do the Qur'an. What Allah is going to look at is how much effort you put in. So that you do at least a little bit better than before Ramadan. So that your salah is at least more on time than before Ramadan. And your Qur'an is a little more than before Ramadan. If Allah sees that effort, then that is the person that Allah will reward and forgive for their shortcomings. You must have heard this before. How can a person see the month of Ramadan, live through the month of Ramadan and not get the forgiveness of Allah from the month of Ramadan? Because that is what Ramadan is about. It is about getting the forgiveness of Allah. Allah knows that we can't do, we can't be perfect all the time. So Allah forgives us. So scientists have discovered that fasting is actually very good for you. All, of, all scientists agree on this. Fasting is good for the body. But the part that they haven't decided is what is the best way to fast? They know that fasting is good for you. 
but they don't know for sure what's the best way to fast. So Allah told us, this is the best way to fast. Let me give you the best way to fast. You follow this, this is the best way. What a gift. What an amazing gift. Because if you know anything about scientific studies, and you're trying to find out what's the best way to do something, it's a lot of frustration before you figure out what's the best way. So Allah gave it to us. Otherwise, we might have tried fasting longer, fasting for two days back to back without eating at night, fasting in one way or another, and it would have been hard for no benefit. Allah gave us the right way to fast. This is a huge gift. The gift of Ramadan is coming. Because fasting is good for you. Fasting is good for you scientifically because it helps your body. Fasting is also good for you spiritually. Meaning, fasting will help you to become a better person. This is a little bit strange. It only affects your body. You stay away from water and food. You're thirsty and hungry. That's physical. How is it going to help you to become a better person? But for sure, Ramadan is going to help you become a better person. Ramadan is good for you spiritually. It will help you become a better person. And there are some simple things that we can understand. If you are strong enough to stay thirsty and hungry for a whole day, then you're also strong enough to stay away from things that you're not supposed to do. Staying away from water and food for a whole day makes you strong to stay away from something that you really want. And that's one of the things that make us become better people. Ramadan is definitely good for you and Allah gives you this gift. Or sorry, fasting is definitely good for you and Allah gave you this gift of a program where everybody around you is going to be fasting. Where you go to the masjid and you're encouraged because there's a lot of gatherings, the family gets together, there's food provided, you like, the, you know, you like how it is during Ramadan. All of that is a gift to make it easier for you to fast. <coughs> so now, this is probably the most important point of my khutbah today. If you feel that this is a gift, and you feel happy that Ramadan is here, because it's a gift from Allah. If you are happy to welcome Ramadan as a gift from Allah, Allah will reward you for that. Being happy that Ramadan is coming is a worship. Meaning you get hasanat just for feeling happy that Ramadan is coming. So we have another weekend. Entertain happiness in your heart this weekend. Ask your parents to decorate the house. They're probably already decorating the house. Help them out. Whatever you do to feel happy that Ramadan is coming, Allah will reward you just for feeling happy. Allah will reward you for being happy that Ramadan is coming. Allahu Akbar. May Allah make us reach Ramadan and make us reap the benefits of Ramadan. Ameen. Keep us safe and healthy so that we may exert ourselves throughout the month of Ramadan and that he forgives our sins. Ameen. Allah is going to grade you on how you feel and how you try. Even if your paper doesn't have, even if the only thing you knew about Surah Al-Fil 
is that it talks about elephants. That's all you knew. Still, you tried. That's what Allah is going to grade you on. So, you know, there's a hadith. The Messenger of Allah sallallahu said, sallallahu he said, أَحَبُّ الْأَعْمَالِ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ وَإِنْ قَلْ The most beloved good deeds to Allah, the best things that you can do that Allah will love the most, are the ones that last for a long time, even if it is small. When you make an effort to turn to Allah, even if you do a little bit, Allah will love that more if you keep doing it. If you do it consistently. And we know this, that if you work too hard, then you're going to give up after some time. And another thing that I find every month of Ramadan is that whenever I sit after Salah and I try to make Dua, I don't remember what I wanted to say. Every time. I know I had so many Dua I wanted to make. But I'm sitting here and I don't remember what I wanted to say. So take a piece of paper and write down the dua you want to make. Write down the dua you want to make because these very simple things, being excited about Ramadan, being happy that Ramadan is coming, Allah will reward you, and then preparing what dua you're going to make. I mean, think about this. Imagine you go to the teacher and you ask a question and you ask the teacher for a favor. You ask the teacher, can you please, uh, you know, let me go to the bathroom. Or, can you please pass me a glass of water? Or whatever it is. You ask the teacher for something. And the teacher responds with a reward. The teacher rewards you, gives, gives you extra credit for what? For requesting something from the teacher. That would be strange. Yet Allah is saying, make dua. Ask me. Allah says, ask me, I will reward you for it. Allah will reward you for what? For being happy, excited about Ramadan and for asking Him. Ask Him and Allah will reward you. So make a list of things that you want to ask for. What do you want? What do you want in your life? What do you want this summer? What do you want this weekend? What do you want by the end of the school year? What do you want next year? What do you want when you go to middle school? Or if you're already in middle school, what do you want when you go to high school? Make a list of things that you want. What do you want for your parents? What do you want from your siblings? Write down what you want. And when you ask Allah, Allah will reward you for asking. <laughs> Subhanallah. So look forward to the month of Ramadan. Look forward so that Allah will reward you just for looking forward to the month of Ramadan. Write down what you're going to say, what dua you're going to make. And once Ramadan comes in, try your best. Don't just sit and say, I don't know what to do. Don't be lazy. Try your best. Try your best and that's what Allah will reward. And as always, the top priority is to pray Salah. And pray Salah on time. That's the top priority of all worship. So Allah says, right after talking about Ramadan in Surah Al-Baqarah, He says, if anybody asks about me, meaning Allah, if anybody asks about me, I am near, I answer the dua of anybody who makes dua. So then, Try your best, and I will answer your dua. Try your best, and I will answer your dua. Ya Allah, make us reach the month of Ramadan, and help us to try our best. Remind us to try our best. When we are forgetful, 
when we forgot that it's Ramadan, remind us. And once we are reminded that it is Ramadan and that you are ready to reward us, then Ya Allah, make us do our best. Help us to do our best. We are, only lim we are limited in our abilities. But with you, Ya Allah, we can do more. رَبَّنَا اغْفِرْ لَنَا ذُنُوبَنَا وَإِسْرَافَنَا فِي أَمْرِنَا وَثَبِّتْ أَقْدَامَنَا وَانْصُرْنَا O Allah, forgive us for our shortcomings and make us stronger and help us. Ameen. رَبَّنَا أَوْزِعْنَا أَنْ نَشْكُرَ نِعْمَتَكَ الَّتِي أَنْعَمْتَ عَلَيْنَا وَعَلَى وَالِدِينَا وَأَنْنَعْمَلَ صَالِحًا تَرْضَاهُ وَأَدْخِلْنَا بِرَحْمَتِكَ فِي عِبَادِكَ الصَّالِحِينَ Ya Allah, help us to be thankful. Push us to be thankful. Be happy, be excited about the gift Ramadan and all the other blessings that you have given us and our parents. And Ya Allah, help us and push us to do good deeds that you are happy with. Ameen. وَصَلِّ اللَّهُمَّ عَلَى سَيِّدِنَا مُحَمَّدْ وَعَلَى آلِهِ وَأَصْحَابِهِ أَجْمَعِينَ وَأَقِمِ الصَّلَاةِ